Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Songs and Shenanigans. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your host. It is so good to have you here joining in on the show today. And I'm so excited for this episode because joining in today in the conversation is my friend, Genevieve Allow. She's an absolutely amazing person. You guys are going to enjoy getting to know her a bit better. And we're going to continue our series on reset for your mind, body, and spirit. But we're going to be talking specifically today about our mind. We're going to be talking about mental health, some of the stigmas that come along with that, being a Christian and dealing with mental health and what all that encapsulates and what all that means. And Genevieve is definitely going to share her her expertise in this area. So I'm excited for you guys to hear it along with this, of course, is going to be a lot of shenanigans and everything else because that's just our friendship. But I hope you guys enjoy listening in. But before we get into that, I wanted to share my snack of the day. So for Christmas, one of our gifts was an air fryer. And we absolutely, absolutely love this gift. In fact, we probably use it more than we use our oven, to be honest with you. So I tried this new recipe and it's cauliflower bites. And basically you just take some cauliflower, cut them up into bite-sized pieces, and you're gonna like uh, whisk up some eggs and you're gonna dip the cauliflower into the egg mix. And then from there, you're gonna put it into some breadcrumbs when you have them all done, you put them in the air fryer for about 10 to 12 minutes. I think it's at 190 degrees uh, Fahrenheit for temperature. Uh, just check with your air fryer or how long to do vegetables. And I think you have to shake it halfway through. And then I also added a dip as well, which is sriracha mayo. So delicious. So basically that is just uh, some mayo. And I just do this to, I just keep tasting it until I get the right amount. But I just add a couple tablespoons approximately of, of mayo. And then I throw in a bit of sriracha sauce. Of course, if you don't like too much spice, you want to just kind of <laughs> to maybe taper that back a bit. And then I mix it up. I add like a little bit of lime juice. You can also add lemon juice if you want some of that acid in there as well and a little bit of salt and you're good to go and you have cauliflower bites that's my snack of the week so i hope you guys enjoyed if you do decide to check it out now let's jump into our topic for today with genevieve allow reset for your mind body and spirit part two What's up, Jen? Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you. So good to be here. So great to connect with you again. Honestly, like it, it's already, it's been too long since we've spoken. Much but, too long. <laughs> much too long. But we've known each other for a minute or probably a couple of minutes by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of minutes. <laughs> Lots of minutes, I know. <laughs> so me and Jen met uh, years ago. I was like a judge and a vocal coach on a show. I'm not even going to say what the name of the show is because I don't want anybody to look it up. <laughs> but uh, so when the show was done, we ended up going on tour. And I won't say where we went on tour either. But so... There's a lot <laughs> of secrets was... happening in this, uh, <laughs> this intro. <laughs> I didn't really get any permission from like the show's producers or anything to even mention it. So <laughs> we're just gonna, you know, they'll just say look up my name and find it anyway. So whatever. Mm. But yeah, so that's how me and Jen met. She was helping us with the tour and a whole bunch of other things. Like everybody had like 10 jobs on that show. <laughs> yeah, right? but the memory that I have from this, well, first of all, we got along immediately, like it was constant mm -hmm. laughter. 
But what I remember about this tour is I remember showing up to the church and then nobody came. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. That wasn't you know, here I, <laughs> here I am like, all these years. I was today years old when I realized there was people supposed to be in this church. <laughs> We were there to perform. Mm. We were dressed up. We were ready. And nobody showed mm. up. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if God was just trying to like teach us a lesson humility because that was quite <laughs> humbling. I'm like, wow. And I wow. mean, it's not like it was a couple cities over. Like this was like a long drive. It was. I guess at least a full day to get there. <laughs> the best road trip ever. Right? That was the best part is that all of us hanging out and then I don't yes. the other churches I think were a bit better, if I remember were correctly. They? Well, I mean not nobody it wasn't packed out. It definitely was a sold out tour. It was not sold out. But I think the if I remember correctly, I thought the other churches had people there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's well, a blur as I look back right now. <laughs> Honestly, you called it a tour. I called it a road trip. I was like, I'm wow. having a good <laughs> Perspective is everything. So, so in my mind, I was like, oh, I went on a great road trip with some friends. Right? Yeah. On a tour. I don't even remember attending. Attend- yeah, you're right. Anything like you that. Know, wow. That does sound better. Just a road trip. And I don't okay. feel like, you know, a certain way about it. Oh, right? my goodness. Hmm. Well, well, I'm so happy that you're here with me today. It's going to be so much fun. So we love music and we love snacks as well on the show. So do you have a favorite song and do you have a favorite snack? So I would say my favorite song is probably Ordinary People by John Legend. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's really old. I know he's come out with a bunch of new stuff since then. Um, But just the name of it. And the fact right. that we really are just ordinary people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that gives us room and space to just be. Uh, and, you know, in all of our all of our strengths, all of our weaknesses or growth areas, as we call them, right. um, and, you know, in all of our flaws and all of our strong areas, like it just, you know, we're ordinary. We're just like yeah, regular it's folk. True. Um, and we can just be. And I, I yeah. think that gives us all, all sort of a, a place where we can breathe. Yes. Okay. Nice. I love it. Um, and then favorite snack. My favorite snack is chips. I love chips. Do you have like particular <laughs> style of chips or I you know, like, there's like don't. kettle chips, there's all different types. Yeah, of- <laughs> no, if you, you know, <laughs> no, I have zero preferences. I know some of them are made with this and that and the next thing. Right. But I'm like, as long as it's like salty and it's got right. a crunch to it, I'm, I'm there. I'm at the table. I'm with you. We can hang, you know, if I'm upset with you, you bring yeah. me a bag of chips. Like we oh. can, we can, we can, re- we can reconcile. We're good. We, we can make you know? up over the baggage. You're like, here's Bag of chips, like, oh, all, all is forgiven. I love 100%. it. 100%. <laughs> and it's funny because early, early, early days of when I when I was starting to work, I thought of myself as like a chip therapist. I was like, what's like wow. chip therapy? You know, we sort of have a sa- salt is like amazing. It's an amazing healing agent, right? So chips, we've got that crunch, you know, that presence, right. that mindfulness. And then we just got like, you know, a, a friend to sort of eat chips with. It's It's cool. Right, but then there are people use that term. Oh, you salty, right? So I, I don't know if you want to be <laughs> joined up. Well, with yeah, chips. but what I mean, but what is salt? Salt is a preserving right. agent. So oh, okay. okay, I'm salty. Okay. Yes. Thank you for the compliment. I know you meant it as an insult, <laughs> but guess what? 
we done went around and turned that around right okay turn it around for my good yes (laughs) thank you for speaking life into me (laughs) come on somebody Okay. I can't. You just uh, took us to church right there. I, I cannot. Them. Oh my Listen, word. Listen, there's a word wow. in that. I love it. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> we started our version of a would you rather game. And so I want to ask you a few questions so we can get to know you a bit better or the people that don't know you yet. Okay. All right. So would you rather live in a place where it rained most days, but the temperature was warm or in a place where it was sunny every day, but the temperature was cold? The former. I would rather live in a place where the temperature was warm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So even with no no sun. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So no sun? (laughs) You said rain mostly. I mean, sometimes it rains and it's sunny. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. uh, I mean, I could deal with rain. Uh, No sun. Um, Yeah. Okay, so no sun and it's raining, but it's warm or sunny and it's cold. Cold, yeah. I mean, <laughs> either way, I probably wouldn't go outside. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm not trying to walk around in the rain and I'm not trying to walk around right. in the cold. Right. <laughs> but no, I'm still going to go with the warm because, you know, yeah, I can take my warm, umbrella yeah. and go outside. Yeah, that, that is true. Without All a right. jacket on. So, yeah. All right. So, next question Would you prefer to live in a house that has no kitchen, but food is delivered to you every day? Or would you rather have a state of the art kitchen, but you have to cook every meal for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of questions are these? What's going on here? No. Um, I would rather live uh-huh. in the house with no kitchen and have food yeah. delivered to me every day. Yes. Okay. Skip mm-hmm. the dishes, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Yes. No, 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 no. Whoa. Whoa. Who? No. Whoa. I'm talking about like good food, HelloFresh, oh. you know, but, but the prepared ones, like farm oh. fresh, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, so you mean like I, the, I the can, bougie I side of, of skip food the deliveries, dishes. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. No, but no, just, you know, just like food <laughs> that I can actually live on. If I order it, no, think about it. If you guys skip the dishes every day, I mean, skip yeah. the dishes only delivers from a certain amount of places. And most of yeah, those places, true. they're not, you know, yeah. they're not going to give you good food. So right. in about 30 days, you'll probably be like high blood pressure, <laughs> high cholesterol, and you'll be crying for the kitchen. So Yeah, it's so, so. true. Yeah, like I, I think for me, probably when I was single, I would have gone with the first option. Like, but now being married and mm-hmm. because my husband's like, there's nothing like home cooked food. And so when we first got married, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work because I order in quite a bit. <laughs> that had to change around pretty quick. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Marriage will do it every yes. time. Right? Okay. So next question. Would you rather have four weeks of vacation spread out over a year with limited funds or one week vacation with unlimited funds? Four weeks. (laughs) Four weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I would have gone with that too. Absolutely. Because you don't need a lot of money to have a lot of fun. You just need Yeah. You're you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then the last question is, would you rather have a year where you know everything that will happen or a year that you're guaranteed to have surprises and adventure, but you will have no control on what they are and when they will happen? So basically full control and then no control. (laughs) Okay. So would I rather live life like we're living right now (laughs) (laughs) or be like 
Professor X, or is it Professor X? Who could tell the future? Um, uh, no, I, I actually like life the way it is. Yeah. Right now. There are times where I'm like, oh man, I wish I could just like know what's going to happen tomorrow or know what to do about this. But um, there's so there's so much beauty in in that, even in that state of of flux right. Um, right. that I can look back on and really appreciate. So, I, I, yeah, definitely, I wouldn't I wouldn't change I wouldn't change. All right, next. Right now. Go for the surprises and the adventure. Very Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. maybe you can share a bit about yourself, your background, professional background, all that good stuff. Oh, wow. Well, where do I start? Uh, no. Uh, let's... <laughs> like I was born. I was born <laughs> on a cold day. It was actually not a cold day. My birthday is April 3rd. It's coming up. It yeah. was a nice yes. day. It was a spring day. Right. Talk about new life. Come on. Right. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, professionally speaking, I mean, I've been doing uh, sort of uh, ad hoc counseling, mentorship and leadership for over 20 years, um, mm-hmm. mostly uh, with youth and young adults, um, ages, let's say, uh, 10 through to 40. Right. So mm-hmm. in that age range. Um, and that's been amazing, amazing, amazing. I've loved it. Uh, when it comes to uh, clinical psychotherapy, I've been doing that for the last five years or so. Um, yeah. So maybe I should say in, in terms of working with clients the last five years, but I've been doing it for probably the last, um, I would say, nine years or so. Um, okay. So that's been uh, sort of a shift. And that came out of working with individuals in different contexts, mostly like theater, production, and coming across people who just had a lot of stuff going on and me not really feeling as though I had the tools uh, to really hold space for them. And yeah, it was was really cool to work with them on the creative side of things, but realizing how much... um, how much stuff was present that really encroached on the creative aspect. Um, right. I was like, whoa, uh, maybe hmm. maybe I can speak to this. And obviously I'm in a position where I'm I'm directing and leading and and so on. And um, I really wanted to be able to to be there. But then I just sort of found a love for it in being there. Yeah. Um, and it sort of, I, I would say this sort of found me as opposed to me mm-hmm. finding it. I didn't really wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to be a counselor. I'm going to be a therapist or anything like that. Um, right. But just in in walking out what I believe God had for me at each point and each stage in my in my journey, um, this just sort of it, it sort of materialized. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's been it's been this really is great. So amazing. And yeah. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so happy and proud of you. Like, oh. <laughs> hey, this is incredible. Yeah, because I know you're helping so many people. And yeah, sometimes we're just we naturally do something. Right. And we don't even realize that, oh, yeah, maybe this is like what God is calling me exactly. into. Right. Exactly. And yeah. So it, it's really beautiful when somebody can actually sense what that is and go after it. So, yay. Yeah. That's amazing. <sighs> yes. So we're currently doing a series right now on the show called uh, Reset for Your Mind, Body and Spirit. Mm. And so, yeah. So when I was thinking about who could talk to us about the mind and mental health, I thought you would be the perfect person to help us in this area. So maybe first you can answer the question, what drew you to specialize in the area of mental health? Oh, wow. <clears throat> um, what? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, I think, again, like I, I mean, I sort of, I grew up in the church and I found that um, when it came to spiritual um, 
maybe spiritual health or spiritual mm-hmm. help. Um, we've the church sort of had that down pat, like, hey, yes. do all this sort of spiritual disciplines thing. Um, but I found myself in a position where I needed I needed something. I didn't quite know what it was. So I'm walking through really difficult loss and grief mm-hmm. and like transition, you know, in my teenage years and, uh, you know, my, my parents are going through a divorce. I, my, uh, uh, my older brother was killed, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm in this new romantic relationship and then that falls apart. And like, I'm going through life, you know, I'm graduating from high school. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of my life and um, going through university. Like there's just real life happening. And while in church, I was like, yeah, you know, we can come together, we can worship, we can praise, we can, you know, do all the things. Um, I just found like there was something, there was something that I wasn't quite grasping or that my involvement and um, sort of my life in church wasn't quite uh, speaking to. And I was like, what, Hmm. what's going on here? Like I'm doing all the right things, quote unquote. Uh, You know, I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible, I'm in worship, I'm at church 24-7, I'm in prayer meeting, I'm in Bible study, I'm like, I'm doing all the things. Um, But there was just something, there was something else that I just wasn't getting. Uh, And in my own journey, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Bible college after university and I'm going to, you know, and it was really in Bible college where I was starting to get an understanding or maybe a broader awareness of um, like the whole person you know, the, the parts mm. of the person as we are created as human beings, right? Yes. So yes, there's a spiritual aspect and that's, that's, we are spirit, right? So I'll say we are mm-hmm. spirit, um, but there are also uh, the mental psychological aspect. There are also the, there's also the emotional aspect. There's also, you know, the physical aspect. And, you know, I, I didn't quite get as much um, understanding about those other aspects and how they were integrated or connected to the spiritual aspect as, as i I probably would have wanted to (laughs) back in the day. And I didn't really know how to attend to those pieces. And it was really throughout Bible school where I was actually studying to become a pastor um, and a preacher and I could preach if I want, but like I I was studying that. um, And really I took one course, one course. I, I, I want to, I can't even remember what it was. It was like spiritual formation where they brought in like the five parts of the person. And I was like, Whoa, what is this? I was like, manna, right? What is this? Um, and so, so I did the Salah thing. I paused and I thought for a moment. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, let's throw in all the words, right? Um, yes. Of so <laughs> I paused for a moment and I was like, oh, well, uh, let me just take a look. Let me just explore this. Um, and it, it was just a, it was a, it was a real God moment. It was like, this is where you're landing. And I felt such complete peace in moving oh, in that direction incredible. yeah and it took a while it took a long while because you know I sort of wrestled with it and I was like I don't even know what this looks like I don't even know what this is about obviously there's stigma there's like what is mental yes. health what is psychotherapy what is therapy yes. what, you know there are all these questions and of course I come from a very um um no I'll just say I come from an Afro-Caribbean background and so yes. there's a lot of conversation about uh, what mental health is and isn't uh, and so I had to sort of wrestle with some of those narratives as well over time but uh, just coming to coming into truth about it uh, has been life-saving literally yes. life-saving 
that's, yeah. That not like amazing. salvation, not salvation, like Jesus. Yes, Christ, but like right, faith. right. That's always number one, yes. everybody. It's always number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I know when like a lot of people hear the words mental health, they automatically think it's mental illness, mm-hmm. but there's mm-hmm. so much more to it. So maybe you can share some things that would fall under the umbrella of mental health. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> mental health is, it's so weird. It's, it's weird to say mental health. It's like, it's like, you don't really mm-hmm. say, you know, people and their physical health. You just say like, yes, people yeah, are living their lives. True. Um, yeah. So mental health is like, it's really just living, <laughs> living with an mm. understanding that some of the things that you're doing are either impacting that mental area in a positive way or not so positive way. Um, it's like if you right. ate McDonald's every day, you would likely mm-hmm. not be, you know, affecting your physical health in a positive way. There'd be de- deterioration right. over time. Uh, likewise, there are particular things that we can do to bolster our mental health, just like we can do for our physical health, right? It's it's really about our yes. psychological or emotional well-being versus our physical well-being, right? So, um, yes, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, under under mental health, uh, you know, like life life and how it happens and how we deal with it, Mm -hmm. Uh, resilience, coping, how we address issues, what our understanding is of issues, our own personal self-awareness, our ability to reflect, our, how we deal with emotions, how we understand emotions, what's the purpose of emotions, (laughs) like how, how we, you know, develop language around emotions, like all of that is included. Um, And I think one of the most fundamental things as it pertains to mental health is really looking at our life circumstances and wondering about how we can interpret them or gain perspective about them. Uh, And that that all contributes to mental health, so to speak. Um, And it's it's hard to I guess it's hard to. um, It's hard to to separate them, because if you don't take care of your mental health, you're going to get ill. Like, yeah, you're, you're if you don't care, right. take care of your body, you're going to get ill. Like, mm-hmm. so mental, it's hard. It's hard to say like mental health, if you don't take care of it, will turn into mental illness. Like that's just yes. the reality of the matter. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's very true. Yeah. Well, I recently had a conversation, you know, with someone who they struggled with anxiety for, for a long time. And so they were looking mm-hmm. to go to the therapist. They just thought maybe this is stuff that I need to take. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned it, you know, to a couple people at their church and automatically those people were so discouraging to them mm-hmm. and basically didn't see the need for therapy. So this is something that's always bothered me because I've heard people say things like this and I shut it down every time, right? Because in church, they're like, oh, well, just pray, <laughs> like cast your cares on Jesus. And yes, we need to do mm-hmm. that. But I'm like the same people that are telling you that they're probably taking insulin for the diabetes. They're probably taking like ibuprofen if they have a headache mm-hmm. or a backache, like they're automatically taking all of these things. But when it comes to the mind, like cast your cares on Jesus. Yes. Right. <sighs> like you don't need to go and see a therapist. I'm like, why? But isn't that, isn't our brain a part of our body as well? Like yeah. take care of that too, you know? And so because of that, a lot of people are scared, I think, to even speak up yeah. or say, Hey, you know what? I have these ongoing issues that are not going away and I've been praying about it and I just maybe need some extra help. Like, how do I go about doing that? So my question for you is like, what advice can you give to people who feel they need to talk to professional, but are afraid of me with their family or friends might say if they find out. Yeah. Wow. Um, and this, this goes back to the mental health question. 
right? Because Mm -hmm. if you've grown up in an environment where um, like your emotional state is not of value, let's say, or, you know, the way that you deal with life circumstances is not holistic, then your even right. your framework for understanding what it looks like to receive help for those other areas and aspects is not developed. Like, uh, you know, in terms of seeking help, I mean, if you hit rock bottom, you'll, you'll cry out for help. Mm-hmm. Like you'll, you'll, you'll find help. Yeah, that's But true. the point is really not to hit that rock bottom. It's to be able to find and seek help before you get to that place. And right. if you're a person who's, who's sort of struggling, um, I mean, the easy answer is just go get help. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, the, <laughs> but the issue there is wrestling with the narratives. It's wrestling with yes. your own assumptions. It's wrestling with what you've learned, the messages you've received, because you know, this whole process is meaning making, like, what does it mean if you go get help? Right? So you have to keep it a Mm. secret because you need you need help. What are you saying about yourself? What do you believe other people are saying about you? And at the at the identity, at the identity level, what does it mean? If I go get help, does it mean I'm not a good Christian? If I go get help, does it mean that I'm too, I'm too weak, or I couldn't handle, Mm -hmm. you know, life? Does it mean that like, what does it mean for you to, to seek help in this particular area right and like there's right. so many narratives there are cultural narratives there are societal narratives like I don't live up to the strong black woman stereotype because I need therapy or I'm gonna go get like there's just right. so much that that it means for us and it's really difficult to contend on that level that's why we struggle right and if yes, if if all these meanings come into play then what do I have if I'm not this you know, strong black Christian woman uh, who doesn't need help, who can handle all her problems, who soldiers it through, who just gets over, who keeps it moving, who like dot, 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 fill in the blank, then, then who am I? Then what am I? Right. I don't have another framework for that. I don't have another way to understand that. I don't have any other um, sort of models for that. And so it's really difficult. It's like, I would say it's one of the hardest things in the world uh, to to try and navigate that particular uh, stigma because it means so much. Yes. Um, but at, at, at the end of the day, we sort of have to come to the crossroads and make a decision. Yeah. Right. If it's broken, like, do you want to continue with it broken? Like, is it not just going to hurt yeah, more? You know. Right. And so yeah, we have to sort of, so yeah, we have to, we have to also think about that in the, <clears throat> sorry, in the God context, like God, God had a whole plan designed and put in place so that we wouldn't have to be broken. Yes. Like, so that we wouldn't Absolutely. have to live. Like in my mind, I just think, well, God really died for you to be healed and for you to be free. Yes, he did. Like he sent Jesus Christ to die for you t- so that you could actually seek and access these particular um, channels so that you can receive healing and freedom and beauty and life and peace and abundance and, you know, dot, 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 fill in the blank. Yeah. So wouldn't it be doing a disservice yes. to the God who created you to not, not seek mm. help? I don't know. 
am I, am I, am I, am I and this is a thing, right? Cause um, scripture is, scripture is real. Like it's, it's, it's living, it's life giving and it's living. Yes. <clears throat> and unless we, we decide to interpret it, um, appropriately or accurately uh we can't we can't ever get the benefits and help you know all of my help comes from the lord like people will say that and be like that's why you need to just go home and pray but the lord governs Mm -hmm. all things like (laughs) (laughs) so when you say all of my help comes from the lord he can definitely send you help in the form of a helicopter he can send you help in the form of a doctor he can send you help in the form of a therapist (laughs) he can send you help in the form of medication like all of your help yes it does come from the lord you know and it's it's i'm I'm making sort of a joke but but it's the truth at the end of the day you know um you can find uh, support and help through many different channels. And if you're working through, you know, issues that, uh, that the church won't respond to in the way that you're, you're needing, uh, you need to, you need to yeah. reach out. And it doesn't mean that God is insufficient. It doesn't mean that you are insufficient uh, or inadequate as a Christian. Uh, it just means that you need attending to, um, in a particular mm-hmm. way, uh, by a particular person or through a particular avenue. Uh, and that's, that's actually great. And it's okay. I love that. Yes. So true. All right. And what are some, I'm always trying to find the practical thing in everything. So, uh, like what are some practical things that maybe we can do today to help with growing towards a healthy mindset? Or if somebody just feels like, I guess, a bit stuck, like are there practical things that we can do or any tips in that area? Yeah, practical things. Um, practical as in tangible things. Hmm. I know everybody's on this sort of like self-care um, sort of trend. It's like a, it's like, <laughs> isn't that yeah, everywhere? It's like just self-care. But self-care is like, oh, I'm going to take a bath and light a candle. And I mean, those right. are parts and pieces, yes. but uh, I, I just feel yeah, like are. those are, are so, <laughs> are simplified ways of getting or accessing immediate gratification or attempting to solve long-term and long-standing issues Mm. with like immediate and now (laughs) solutions. Um, So self-care would be my number one. However, my caveat for self-care would be taking a look at some of those unhelpful thinking styles and unhelpful behavioral patterns that have been in place since you were like four um, and, mm-hmm. and really making some conscious decisions uh, to address them because they're affecting how you show up yeah. in a relationship with yourself and with God and with others. Uh, and that's what's creating yes. the, the angst and the anxiety and the depression and the pain and the hurt and the, you know, just continued dissatisfaction. That is what's creating the issues that you need a candle and a bath to deal with. Um, yeah. So self-care would be really taking a minute to, to look at those issues, uh, to reflect on those issues and to, uh, to deal with them, mm. not all, all at once. Right. But just one at a time. Um, right. Yeah. yeah self-care in terms of really good. a practical thing for me is self-awareness. Um, and it's, it's yeah. really hard. <laughs> it is really hard. Uh, <laughs> but, but if you want real life change, 
uh, that's what you'll mm-hmm. do. That's that's the only way to get yeah. that real, true, deep down healing that, you know, a, a, a candle in a bath is going to enhance, but a candle in a bath is not going to fix it. Yes. No, it's not. I mean, that's good. Still do yeah, a candle definitely. in a bath or go definitely. for the walk or mm-hmm. have a spa yeah. day. Do that's, all those things. Mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went oh, to the spa yesterday. Yes. Yeah, but go for it. I, Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. but but <laughs> I mean the spa is just an enhancement of a lifestyle yes, right. that is caring for self, mm-hmm. right? And and if you don't yes. do that lifestyle, the spa is going to give you thirty yeah. minutes, sixty minutes, an hour and a half, ninety minutes, whatever, um, two hours right. of respite, and then you're going to walk back into your life, and you're yeah. still going to be snappy, you're still going to be irritated, you're still going to be dissatisfied, you're still going to be emotionally eating you're still going to be shopping online you're still going to be trying to avoid your kids you're still going to be trying to not to avoid your issues and avoid confrontation in your relationships you're still going to be doing all (laughs) these things that are ultimately harming you uh and then you're going to need the spa again again next week for two hours (laughs) (laughs) so 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 the spa is getting all your money you might as well just you know exactly and in your and you're Come still on now. miserable, right? Right. So it's, Six and a half days yeah. a week, you're miserable, and then you're at the spa yeah. for two hours. No. Come <laughs> on, let's do some let's do some internal work. And it doesn't take a lot of time. Yes, you, know? I mean, you can carve out space mm-hmm. for yourself five, ten minutes a day. Um, but awareness is yeah. really the awareness is really the scary part. But once you get awareness, you have yeah. the power because you can make a decision about what you're gonna do, about what you are now aware of. But if you're not aware, yeah, you just can't do anything. All these things are just hijacking your ability no. to be satisfied and to, you know, be content in your life. And you're just like, oh man, why do I keep finding myself in these bad relationships? Oh man, why do I keep snapping at my kids? Mm-hmm. Oh man, why can't I figure out? Like, it's because of all the the underlying stuff that we're 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 afraid to look at, and it's scary to look at. I'll I'll say that for sure. It's scary. To it look it at. is. Um, but. Uh, like do the work, do the work, be courageous, do the work. Cause that eventually it leads to long-term and, and um, deep down true, true healing. And that's what we're all actually looking for. Yes. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Jen, I, I feel like I learned so much more today. Like this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much. I'm like, yes, I got my Girl. therapy session. I don't know about everybody else, but <laughs> Yeah, um, thank you so much for coming on the show yeah, and for absolutely. sharing. Um, I'm, everybody, I'm going to like let them know how they can get a hold of you and get in contact with you. So yes. I'll add that as well uh, at the end of the show. And yeah, if you guys are looking for some additional help or something to help you navigate through some of these difficulties that we experience in life, then yeah, you guys definitely want to check out Jen yeah. Massaver. Genevieve is your professional Genevieve, name, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'll, I'll say yes. this just as an aside, because I'm... I'm quite aware that I know black female therapists is probably mm-hmm. one of the trending Google searches in the last year, but I am quite aware that um, a lot of yeah. people just won't access therapy. Um, so I do have yeah. a couple of, I call them guided journals. They're really just me in paper form, mm-hmm. helping you walk through some of these particular processes. Um, and you can just grab them on Amazon and just walk yourself through the beginnings of the process, um, especially if you don't want yes, to reach good. out, if you don't, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, if you're not at that place yet, if you're not that that ready, um, grab a guided journal and walk yourself yeah. through some of these um, these steps, right? And then when you're ready, reach out and connect yes. with somebody, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely. 
Okay, so and guys, yeah, I'll have the links sure. and all of that available for you so you can check it out. Well, thanks again, Jen. This Absolutely. has been such a pleasure. It's been my <laughs> pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and for opening up this conversation for your listeners. My yes. goodness, it's such a necessary <laughs> conversation for us to have. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, so we'll talk to you again Alrighty. soon. All right, take, take care. care. Good luck. All the best. Right. I know. Bye. It was so amazing to have my friend Genevieve on the show today as we talked about mental health and a lot of issues that come up when it comes to mental health, especially as Christians. And so I just wanted to say, if there's anybody that is listening that you've been maybe wanting to reach out to get some help and you've been struggling in a certain area, but you just feel afraid to step out and to actually ask somebody to help you. I just want you to know that it's absolutely okay. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to get help and that there's nothing wrong with you wanting to get better. Absolutely no shame in that. So take that first step. I believe in you and I know that you can do this. So if you guys want to get in touch with Genevieve, if you want to find out more about what she does, uh, she goes under the name of Corner Counselor. So you can find her at www.cornercounselor.com. You also find her on Instagram and on Facebook, get more information. She also talked about the guided journals. This will really help you. If maybe you're not ready to take that step to go into counseling or therapy and maybe you just need something to kind of help you with just challenging you to grow in certain areas well she has three different guided journals that you can check out i'll have all the links for you both on instagram and on facebook and so you guys can check it out or if there's something you haven't been able to find you can contact me directly under cassandra powell or soul songs and shenanigans thank you guys so much for listening to the show and a big thanks again to genevieve for joining in on the show Before I let you go, I want to let you know our song for this week, which is called Be All Right by Dante Bowen, Amanda Cook. This is an amazing, encouraging song. So you guys can check it out on the Soul Songs and Shenanigans set list on Spotify. Have a wonderful one. Take care.